0: The virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want
1: to frighten the American public.
4: the virus
1: coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4500
4: we have to prepare for the worst always because if you don't and the worst happens war room pandemic here's your host stephen k bannon Okay,
3: welcome. We're at the Springfield Convention Center in Springfield, Missouri. This is the uh, Moment of Truth Summit. I want to cut to the stage. We're doing the opening prayer right now. You're in the war room.
2: There's no one besides you, God. You are holy. Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. God, you are the Lord of the armies of heaven. God, would you loose your holy warring angels, God, and fight, God, for us today, God, for truth to be revealed, God. We're crying out for truth and justice to prevail and to come forth. In Jesus' name, we call forth the truth in the name of Jesus. We push back the darkness in the name of Jesus. And, God, we're asking, God, that your will be done, your kingdom come, to our lives 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 on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. God, we we worship you, God, for all that you've done in this past year, Lord, in revealing truth. But, God, we're asking for more, Lord. We're asking for more of your truth to be revealed over these next two days, God. God, have your way in this place, Lord. Take over in Jesus' name. God, you are God. We are here for you, Lord. We're, we're not here for ourselves. We're not here to bring glory to ourselves, but to bring glory to you, Jesus. God, this is for you, God. And I just thank you, Lord, for the way you put it on Mike's heart to do this. And, Lord, I'm just asking you to do it through him, lead through him, give him wisdom, empower him by your Holy Spirit, guide him in all truth, God. And then what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're wanting over the next two days, God. And so we just thank you and praise you, God, for bringing the order, God, to to these next two days of of what you're saying and what you're doing. You are the king of glory, and we welcome you, king of glory in this place. We welcome you, God. Come, holy God. Come, Holy Spirit. And we just praise you and thank you. God, we just pray for people that are watching. They're going to watch this now. They're going to watch it later. The people, God, you know we, we have a heart for people that don't know you yet, Lord, and you just you changed our lives, and uh, we're nothing without you
5: we acknowledge that
2: we, we are very imperfect people um, and you are everything that's good about us and we acknowledge that today and I'm asking Lord, for the people that don't know you Lord that, that you would reveal yourself to them I'm, I'm praying for the people that don't know what they think about God, they don't know what they think about you Jesus and I just pray Jesus that it just comes across that Jesus you love them and you see them, and you care about them, you care about the details of their lives, and that you want to be their Lord and Savior. And would you draw them? And would you let people get born again? Would you let people come back to you? Would you let people get delivered from drugs, God, uh, like you delivered mine and so many people? God, would you set us free? So God, we just thank you and praise you for all that you've already done and all that you're going to do.
1: And we just praise you for this in Jesus' name, Amen. Ladies and gentlemen,
6: and welcome, Brandon House, host of Lindell TV.
3: Okay, uh, you're seeing right now Brandon House, the Lindell TV Frank Speech. We're going to be doing two things today here on Rural America's Voice. We're going to be, we're going to be, bo- okay, we're going to go right to the pledge. Let's go to the main stage.
2: Oh. God, would you set us free? So God, we just thank you and praise you for all that you've already done and all that you're going to do. And we just praise you for this in Jesus name. Amen.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, please remain standing and welcome welcome Brandon House, host of Lindell TV. Good morning, join me as we begin our day with the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
7: Thank you very much.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, please remain standing for Dr. Douglas G. Frank. All
4: right, it's early morning, so take a deep breath. Let's sing the national anthem together. Oh, say can you see By the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars
6: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host of the Moment of Truth Summit, Mike
5: Lindell. Well,
8: thank you all. Thank you for all be- for coming and being here and all the work you've done for the past couple years and uh it's coming up on two years everybody and i um I just want you to know when this weekend when these couple of days are over you're gonna see stuff that's going to shock the country, shock the world. I know this afternoon all of the uh uh, when we back when we had the cyber symposium at planted seeds that a lot of you are here today We're gonna see the manifestation of those seeds this afternoon when we do the states by state address If you're watching from home everybody the, um, we hope to get millions online The only way this weekend fails is that people don't watch Once you see what we've seen and you know what we know you never go back We can never have machines in an election again in the history period they have to go um, this, uh, this is gonna be divided into six parts, and, uh, what we're gonna do now is take you back in time, but this afternoon, or starting, I guess, about 1130 Central Time, we'll be doing the state-by-state address for about seven, eight hours, and then tonight, you're gonna see Selection Code, it's the, the movie, you're gonna see it for free, world premiere to the world, and then tomorrow, we're gonna have, um, um, Worship in the morning. We have, uh, Pastor, um, Frank, or Hank Kuhneman here and Lance Walnow. It's going to be awesome. And, uh, the great message, uh, where we're at biblically in this new
3: Okay, we're at the Moment of Truth Summit. We're at the Springfield Convention Center in Springfield, uh, Missouri. Really want to thank Real America's Voice, our production and distribution partner, the entire team. We're going to be here for two days. We're going to be doing specials coming in and out. We're also want to announce. I think we're going to do a war room special tomorrow morning, a 10 to noon Eastern Daylight Time, uh, live from the convention center. So throughout the day, uh, Mike Lindell for the next couple of hours is going to. It's all this concept of how we got here. And here's what we're going to do on the show today. We're live. It's uh, the 20. 20th of August, Saturday, year of our Lord, 2022. We're going to cut back and forth between New York and Florida, these intense races of MAGA candidates. We're going to be bringing in candidates throughout the show, also going back to the main stage and watching all the important developments that Mike Lindell, particularly in these first two hours where they make the case of how the uh, 2020 election was stolen in a very definitive Manner. We're also going to have we have Jim Hobbs and so many of the folks that you know from media and particularly from the voter integrity movement throughout the country are, are here uh, throughout the day. People like Seth Keschel and Dave Clements, all of it. So for the next two days, we're going to be uh, rolling people in and out here. We've also got Calamity Jane Zirkel has joined us uh, from Florida. She's going to be giving us updates throughout the day in the crowd. I want to go. So I want to go to uh, Florida. Anthony Sabatini. These are one of these intense MAGA races. Uh, Anthony, uh, first to start off, Governor DeSantis, I know you're very close to Governor DeSantis. He's really gone on a MAGA tour. He was in Pennsylvania yesterday with Doug Mastriano and in Ohio with J.D. Vance. His speech was absolutely a barn burner. I call it uh, all fact, the all fact, no brag speech about what you guys are doing in Florida. And Anthony, just for our audience throughout the country. Uh, what you have done in supporting Governor DeSantis in the assembly, where your job is today in the Florida House, but particularly on redistricting, we would not be where we are today if it was not for the warriors like Anthony Sabatini. First off, give me your assessment of Governor DeSantis' speech yesterday on the campaign trail.
6: Well, Steve, I think it was actually one of his best speeches. For me, I look at the speeches as sort of a playbook. He's trying to give these other great MAGA candidates like Maspriano. A playbook of what we need to do to win, getting the Republican Party out of the defensive mindset and put them in an offensive mindset, and so that means standing up to the corporate media, either ignoring the corporate media or just bashing their narrative and actually going on offense, whether it comes to the COVID tyranny stuff, uh, uh, you know, taxes, pro-life, guns, what you know, name the issue. We need to start taking our turf back at state level, and so he's outlining a playbook for various public governors and Senate candidates of what we need to do to think differently. And he's definitely changed the narrative. He's come up with a new model of governance. And I'm a big fan. I mean, we've leaned really, really heavily into uh, some of the key issues of our time period right now here in Florida, parental rights, family rights, uh, being pro-family, and also standing up to the Biden crime wave. You know, crimes going up because they don't care about safety. They don't care about public safety. And here in Florida, you know, one of the biggest things we did is we passed a bill crack down on the lawlessness, and we're removing prosecutors that are Soros-affiliated that aren't standing up for what's right. Um, you know, we're pushing parental rights in the school. We're expanding school choice. Some of the key issues that Republicans talked about but haven't really acted on as strongly, Candace is doing that. He's talking about it, and he's pushing other legis- uh, other candidates to adopt the same thing. So I think that's the best thing about his sort of outline, playbook for these other guys. So then the other thing
3: was, um, you just mentioned something, uh, Anthony, and I think it's one of the reasons you're running for Congress, and one of the reasons people are so excited about your candidacy. You call it a new model of governance. Is that what is that what we can expect out of this new con- uh, new Congress if we get enough MAGA candidates in there? Throughout the day today and tomorrow, we're going to be reaching out to the MAGA candidates in the and obviously the free state of Florida, but also in New York, which has a rising America First and a MAGA ascendant. Uh, you know, political movement is, is this new model of government that Ron DeSantis has shown us at a state level. Can that be taken to the federal level in the new Congress, sir?
6: Absolutely. I think the new mold of Republicans that's emerging is is here to stay. But uh, whether it takes over the Congress or not, it's going to depend on these primaries. These primary elections are just as important as the November election. We got to get through maggot candidates in who are going to do things on election integrity, crime, immigration, inflation. And, uh, you know, depending on how these primaries turn out, that's going to happen later. But, uh, you know, my primary, for example, is me versus a bunch of Republican-establishing candidates who might talk about a few of the issues that matter to voters, but they're not actually pledging real action. They don't want to push guys like Kevin McCarthy and the established wing of the Republican Party to be bolder and to do tougher things. You know, I'll be a, a member of the Freedom Caucus day one. I'm endorsed by some of the strongest MAGA folks like Marjorie Taylor in who's actually flying into Florida today. To- a rally with me about three hours, two o'clock, downtown New Sparta Beach. So folks like this are who we need in the Congress, and that's why I'm running. And uh, as long as we went on Tuesday, the primaries turn out successfully, we will be a MAGA party. And the mold of governance, like you mentioned that's been created is definitely going to take over the Congress, and you're going to see a different kind of Republican come this, this spring when we swear in. I'm not sure what video this
3: is. Anthony, tell us about M- MTG is in the House today with you at two o'clock. Uh, can you tell us where it's going to be? How can people get there? Because I, I guarantee you, it will be a barn burner.
6: Oh, it's going to be a barn burner, all right. So 2 o'clock, downtown Daytona Beach, just south of Daytona Beach. Uh, RSVP is on all my social media pages at Anthony Sabatini. And uh, uh, doors open at 1, event starts at 2. Uh, we're here in capacity, so we're probably going to be moving it to a bigger venue across the street. But either way, it's the same physical location right downtown on Canal Street, New Smyrna Beach, Volusia County. And uh, even if you didn't RSVP, come on in. Uh, we have a way to, to get you there. So it'll be a it'll be a good time. We're expecting a huge crowd. We'll probably get doing two rallies because so many people have RSVPed just in the last 36 hours. Are you looking at addressing
3: them? well anthony uh can you give people your social media so they can follow you we'll try to get you on tomorrow and monday the people are very focused on your race down there particularly what a great warrior you have been so can we have your social media and your campaign site
6: you got it it's anthony sabatini at anthony sabatini on all social media including gather and I'm, uh, uh my social media i'm sorry my website is SabatiniForCongress.com. and i would also mention that if they can't make the MTG event today, we have another great Liberty Warrior, Congressman Thomas Massey, flying in tomorrow in Altamont Springs, closer to Orlando at noon. So we've got a, several rallies this weekend. All the info's on social media, my social media pages.
3: Anthony Sabatini, fight on. Look forward to talking to you as you run through the tape here on Tuesday.
6: Thanks, Steve. Talk to you tomorrow.
7: Okay,
3: we're at the uh, we're at the moment of truth summit in uh, in uh, Springfield, Missouri. Here at the Springfield Convention Center, let's go to the main stage right now. They're beginning the presentation of Mike Lindell.
6: This is, you know, how uh, China's actions influence people's lives every day.
3: China is much more subtle, much more uh, patient. It's almost a -a rope-a-dope. They kind of lull you to sleep. You don't see it. They use their soft power very effectively. And even at the local level, they, they influence politics, not just here in the halls of Washington, which they do, but also in our local communities. They influence local races.
8: Okay. This was the one of the big lies the media told us. They've used his quote that right that uh, it's the most uh, secure election ever. They have used that over and over, haven't they? We've all heard it so many times. Well here today, I'm telling you that they that you've seen the second part of it, which the media won't show you. That him and Adam Schiff both say that the biggest threat is China hacking in and fa- affecting our election, right down to the local races. And then you're also seeing there, it's kind of amazing, because we're going to show through this weekend, too. Do you know the Democrats warned us of this for 20 years about the machines? 20 years. Okay, and isn't it ironic that now, all of a sudden, who's the biggest blockers? The Republicans. They're in every state. All these, all these uh, you call them rhinos, we call them, I call them blockers, from Rassenberger to uh, Robin Voss, Rusty Bowers, goodbye, Rusty. Um, and, uh, but, but these, but what we, we'll you'll be into that, you know, as these two days progress, you're going to see how this isn't a Republican or a Democrat problem. This is the people problem. They, they all, I mean, this isn't a, a Republican or a Democrat. This is all of us people have a problem. No matter if you are a Democrat or if you are a Republican or if you are an independent, your votes have been selected, not elected. And this is where we're at. This is gonna, this has actually been a, and this weekend will be a uniting of all of us. This will be a uniting of the people to unite against these, get rid of these machines so we once again elect our, elect our officials, elect the people that have the people's back. I'll say one more thing before we go on. We're in an apex in history where the, 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 the stuff we have out there from robots to drones. You go over to Australia, a drone comes down and tells you to go back in your house. Okay. Um, artificial intelligence. All this stuff that's coming. And it's here. It's here. Can you imagine having the selections to select the people that where they're just selecting, using the machines, and now they're going to be in charge of other machines? It's over. If we don't get rid of it, it is over. This is going to be, and there's of uh, like 54 countries you're going to hear about that have been that lost their, to their to their countries to the machines and they never get to get them back. They don't get to get them back because they you think the people that got in charge with the machines are going to get rid of them they're not. Okay? So now we're going back to I'm going to keep it tight here. What else did we hear? Bill Barr not only is he doubled down triple down but he said there's no um uh, there's no, um, not enough fraud, I checked in, to, to overturn the election. Well here's Bill Barr's letter to the... Um, to, to uh, if we get it up on the big screen here. Okay, I'll try and read it here. Um, I want you to read it. this is It's my honor to serve the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania in your administration. Okay, this guy was a U.S. Attorney and he wrote our great President Donald Trump. I'm going to skip that part, I'm going to go over here. On election day and afterwards, our office received various allegations of voter fraud and election irregularities. As part of my responsibilities as a U.S. attorney, I wanted to be transparent with the public and, of course, investigate fully any allegations.
3: Okay, welcome back. This is Stephen K. Bennett. We're live. It's Saturday, 20 August, year of our Lord, 2022. We're in Springfield, Missouri at the Springfield Convention Center, the Moment of Truth Summit for the next two days. Mike Lindell is giving some introductory comments. We're going to do throughout the show today and tomorrow. We're going to go back and forth between Florida, and New York, and here in Springfield, Missouri. I want to go now to Captain Robert Cornicelli. In uh, Long Island, he is a MAGA candidate running for Congress in a very intense, very intense uh, primary against, uh, I would say, against a, a sitting congressman, an incumbent that's not quite a fan of MAGA and not quite a fan of President Trump. Robert, thank you very much for joining us here on uh, on War and Pandemic.
9: Hey, Steve, it's a pleasure to be with you again. You know, it's an honor to be on a show with a patriot like you, a man who took the hit for this country. I mean, you are a national hero and all these guys in the background say you're you're just like general Flynn you should be general Bannon because guys lead from the front they take the hit for their troop uh, you're a, you're an officer in my mind you're a flag officer and the guys in the background say, same fight
8: I discredit every one of these well,
3: thank you. Very nice, kind words. Tell us about this race. Why is it? We just started with Anthony Sabatini in Florida. We're coming right to you. These are two of the toughest races, the most important races. One President Trump's watching very closely. Talk to us about the importance of this race and about the congressman you're running against.
9: Steve, it's important because this man does not consider America first. We consider every single American, no matter what their color, their race, their sexual ident- identity, their gender is. If you're an American, we're going to take care of you. But it's America first. Get sending $40 billion like Andrew Garbarino did to Ukraine. How about we use $40 billion to take care of the 137,000 homeless veterans or the 553,000 homeless Americans? We have 34 million Americans living out of below the poverty level, yet we're spending $1.2 trillion on Green New Deal stuff. How about closing the border with that money? Deal it. And you know what? Americans are given people. When we're prospering, we will take care of others. We'll let people in, asylum seekers and refugees. But right now, take care of people who have kids with autism stuck at home during the China virus, unable to get to their special program. Andrew Garbarino's done nothing for this country. He's done nothing for this district. And people like these pages behind me are sick and tired of being abused by this man and the establishment. They're going down, and they're going down this
3: Talk to the country about uh, a lot of people think New York, New York City. It's uh, all a bunch of elites, all a bunch of uh, hardcore Democrats. Tell us about your district and tell about, uh, particularly the fact that this is a hotbed of the MAGA movement.
9: I, I didn't get that last question even loud yet.
3: Just... Just, just, just tell us about the MAGA movement in your district. People don't really associate New, Greater New York City with MAGA. Tell us about why this is a hotbed of the MAGA movement and why they've got a candidate like you that's running and surging right now.
9: Yeah, this is this MAGA movement can't be stopped. You have patriots all over this island, sick and tired of the establishment, sick and tired of this government getting in their business. They don't. So this government has no business in edu- education, no business in parental rights, parents raised children not the Department of Education, not the government. This MAGA movement can't be stopped. Train on tracks they own. and no one to take the train off those tracks. Moving is not going to stop until the conductors, the people, say it's going to stop. MAGA is not over. MAGA is going to get us in 2022. And when Donald Trump declares going in 2024, these patriots behind me are going to ensure that Long Island pulls the vote.
3: Captain, give us your social media and your campaign website. Everybody throughout the country wants to follow you, so give us your social media coordinates and your campaign site right now.
9: Steve, you can find me at dot congress.com. congresscom Give us a call. We will be out there day and night fighting the people, Steve.
3: Captain Cornicelli, honored to have you on here. Look forward to seeing you run through the tape, sir.
9: Thank you, General Bannon.
3: And say hi to all the War Room posse out there in, uh, in uh, Long Island. That's fantastic. Okay, we're going to go back. We're here at the Convention Center in Springfield, Missouri. This is the Moment of Truth a Summit. Uh, Mike Lindell's putting it on as kind of the follow on to the Cyber Conference last year, Cyber Symposium. Let's go back to the main stage for introductory remarks.
7: The down check in the first right? That's what the focus was right. when the lawsuit was filed because we wanted to get at it. So it slipped through under the radar. Yeah, there was some. Uh, little mini miracle. Yeah. <laughs> There were some lower, t- uh, down ballot issues that were, uh, being flipped as a result of this and, and there were some late ballot changes and a bunch of other things that happened into it. But the bottom line is, we wanted to get access to those machines because it just did not make sense. Alright, so, here's a rough little timeline. I, right, so, you know, we had the election and it, something just didn't add up. We had the, ele- uh, we had a, um, uh, sorry, get my, oh. The results were officially certified now they went back in the evening of November of uh, November 3rd November 4th in the early morning hours and said oh gosh I think we kind of messed up on this um, and they started going back and recanvassing what actually happened um, so they updated the results and then I'll show you some of those in just a second here um, then they went back and had another canvas and another uh, another uh, recount associated with it they had another uh, Another, oh, see here. Sorry. We, then we had the guys in Antrim County. My eyesight used to be good and it's not. So I'm combing through quite a few of these documents along the way and I'm sure that contributed to it. But we had something amazing that happened as a result of a court order from Judge Elsenheimer and we got access to these uh, Dominion voting machines. What? You got access? So we actually got access and we took a peek under the hood and we found a lot of things that we're going to go over some of the expert testimony that you probably haven't heard about because they only talk about one of the testimonies that, that, uh, from a, a professor that the defense council brought in. But there's a few others that had some, uh, something to say about what they discovered. So this is a big deal that we got access to it here on December 6th. After we got that taken care of, they performed, finally, they performed what was, a, a, called a recount. It was an, the judge ordered an audit in accordance with the remedial action requested. Um, but what they got was a hand recount, and we're gonna show you the difference between the two in just a sec. And then, uh, we had, uh, oh, Michigan Secretary of State released this infamous statement that, she conducted audits of statewide election results. Now, in, under Michigan law and our Constitution, every citizen has a right to an audit of statewide election results. So she came out with a statement that said, Hey, we did the audit that we're required to do. When you look into the details, we're going to show you an example. What they did was not an audit. It was just a it was a glorified, relabeled recount. And then uh finally, we had a case where uh the judge dismissed the court case overall on the basis that all the remedial actions that they sought were were provided. so he said, "You got access to the machines and you had an audit well that 's the official narrative um, that 's not what actually happened. So um, by the way, it also went up to an appeals court, and they uh, unfortunately um, agreed with the or kept the same decision as the district court in this case. However, they didn't agree with the way he addressed it, but they, they kind of took their own, um. So they took, they, if,
8: if, if I'm saying this right, he looked at everything, but then he just didn't rule out. He gave access all the legalities of yeah. what you could do, but then he didn't do anything about it.
7: Yeah. And the worst right. part about this appeals court ruling, as I said, you know, we disagree with the, how the Judge Elsenheimer came to dismiss this, right. saying a remedial action was, was provided, but, He went off and said, you know, individuals don't have a right to an audit, which is even more dangerous. So here's here's the the backdrop of all this. So we had a series of four different tallies of the votes. We had the first tally where they showed that Joe Biden won. Then we had another tally, which really wasn't a tally. It was the county clerk deleting the records out in uh, Antrim County, which is a no-no that's supposed to be preserved under federal law. Then they had the next result that they decided to go off and certify. Um, and then we had an, just a slight adjustment to that. Then they had another canvas, if you will, of the results looking at ballot images. And the last part um, was what the, was the result of that final hand recount. Now, here's, here's the interesting thing about this and then what everybody was told in the media. It was that uh, it wasn't a 7,060 vote swing. The media kept talking about this is just a 12 vote swing. It's nothing to see here. They parroted whatever the Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson, said in Michigan at the exclusion of, of what actually happened. They tried to marginalize and say it's no big deal. But I'll tell you, the, the final vote flip from the initial uh, reported results was 7,060 votes. It was not 12 votes. Out of 15,000. Right, right. So that's an indication that something's rotten in Denmark. Why aren't they talking about that initial vote count? All right, so here's an example. That last hand count, we had somebody film what actually happened. And remember, the judge dismissed this case on the basis that an audit had been provided. So I'm going to encourage you to listen to what actually happened, and then we'll, we'll highlight why those feathered pages are there. Okay, or we'll just skip ahead. All right, guess who put together the slides. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what they're showing on here is that there's an there's a election worker that's instructing these, um, uh, these people doing the recount. By the way, it's a Republican and a Democrat sitting there, and they're going, something's that's not right. They're telling them they cannot highlight the fact that the ballots that are feathered in the picture on the left, they were told they couldn't highlight the fact that, uh, they had the same signatures on all those ballots. They were right in candidates specified. When both, by the way, the backstory on that was at the, township clerk was uh, um, married to the other candidate that was seemed to get all these write-in signatures. But you couldn't talk about that because it wasn't an audit. They were just forcing a glorified is this where, recount. Is this
8: where they deleted the files?
7: Yeah, well, we're going to get into that in just a sec, but they did delete files. So the official narrative coming out of this, just remember, is that an audit of statewide election results had been conducted. All right, here's something I think you guys are going to find interesting. So here's what happened with that Antrim County clerk. Now remember, that second count that I showed in the initial slide went everything down to zero. It was actually they got rid of all the election records. Well, here's that clerk explaining um, her deletion of the election records before a public county commission meeting.
2: So it's the programming in the cards. So if you want to call it fraud, it's me. But it's not fraud. It's getting the job done right.
3: Okay, uh, we're live in the Springfield uh, Convention Center, Springfield, Missouri. This is the Moment of Truth, a conference for the next two days, the summit. Uh, this, we're going to walk through everything about the big steel and then how we take care of it and make sure it doesn't happen in November. On stage right now is Patrick Kolbick. He is a, uh, a technologist, and he uh, knows all about the... Uh, the stealing of the Michigan electors. So we're going to go back to the main stage. It's Patrick Colbert and uh, it's uh, Mike Lindell. What we're doing this first part of the show of the summit is to go through every state where the uh, electors were stolen. Let's go back to the main stage. Patrick Colbert and Mike Lindell.
9: Your employees to do so. So basically, Antrim County's vote was completely
7: skewed by your office and you're admitting it. Wow. Disgusting. And I'll submit, how do you conduct an audit when you've deleted the records needed for that audit trail? And, and did she get arrested? No. Okay. Not and, at all. And, I,
8: and I'm gonna, ta- I'm gonna interject here. What you're gonna see from, from the start of this all the way and even all of you out there today that are speaking, one of the common threads is the people that were trying to get it out are the ones getting attacked. Is, and, and some arrested or trying to be arrested, trying to arrest y'all for, for trying to get to the truth. Here's a gal that admitted she did
7: something. It's a felony. She admitted it, nothing happened. Go ahead. All right, so that's one thread. There's one thread around the audit that, that uh, had to be addressed in the court case. The other thread dealt with a lot of the expert testimonials. Remember, we got forensic images, so we had a chance to go off and peek at what actually they found. And I'm gonna go through five sets of expert ter- testimonials, not in all the detail on it, but I just wanna kinda of give you a quick, quick overview of what happened. So the, the first analysis that was done by, was by a group called, uh, ASOG, um, Allied Security Operations Group, I believe, uh, and headed by Russ Ramsland. And May in three days. Took a okay,
3: welcome back to the event. summit. I've got Lance Walnow, who follows Biden. us on Real America's Voice every Saturday at noon. He's also Saturday going to be one of the speakers tomorrow morning. Lance, give us your assessment. Uh, the summit, why do we have a summit now with 80 days to go? A lot of people are saying, hey, we should be totally focused on 8 November on the victory. I keep saying, we we know we can win, but we've got to close. We won in 2020. We did not close. Tell me, why, why are we doing this here in
1: Springfield right now, and why are you participating? It's an important question. When Mike did his original cyber summit, and we were all looking for the the data that would change the election. I walked into uh, the bar, because we were using a rented facility, and there were all the legislators meeting for the first time. And I stood and watched, and something told me, this is the populist movement in action. Mike created a venue where the people in the states who can't find the apparatus in their legislator or in the courts are connected with each other and they're comparing notes. This is the natural organic follow-up to that. A populist movement is organic by nature, but I'm a Christian, so I believe when I pray God is in the movement. And so this is the follow-up. It's no longer just a a scattered group of people trying to find an agenda. It's now a mobilized army. This is indispensable to bring in greater cohesion to the fact that the election was stolen and we have to organize.
3: This is the thing about when they say about elections about the future. Elections about now. We cannot let go of what happened in November or will happen over and over and over again. This is what the Democrats and the left think is that we're just a bunch of pies and controlled opposition. This is the tip of the spear. In the Army of the Awakened, one of the central things you have to understand is they're going to be Constantly trying to steal elections, and that's why we always have to be on guard, and particularly this November.
1: Yeah, we have to be on guard, and I think that what's happening here is the average rank-and-file citizen is for the first time engaged in the democratic process. I mean, look at this. I'm coming from a different world than this subject, politics. Mike Lindell's a business guy. Uh, your your background was like Breitbart. You're in into this thing, full, full-tilt boogie. The reality is God is in the business of... Drawing, drawing a line in the sand regarding this fourth turning, where we're going as a nation and where Western civilization is going. And I believe that there is an act, there's an intervention going on right now, which is why Moment of Truth is the perfect title. It's like an intervention. America needs this
3: moment. Talk to us about tomorrow. You're actually being one of the participants on the main stage. What, what, give people a heads up. What are you going to be doing tomorrow?
1: Well, you know, every, every movement that has had been in our revolutionary uh, history, whether it's a civil, uh, Civil War or the Revolutionary War was preceded by a Great Awakening. This is the first time where the religious and, and uh, Christian impulses of a nation, sensing crises, is overlapping with um, a fourth turning. Usually they precede it. So there was a religious movement and a Great Awakening with Whitfield and Wesley and Edwards prior to the formation of the United States and the Revolution. It fed the impulse of, of the revolutionary fervor. Same thing with the abolition movement. It was led by Charles Finney and other revivalists. Right now, for some reason, we're finding the overlap of awakening... And a fourth turning. The
3: Army of the Awaken here in the war room. Uh Lance, give your social media coordinates so your show follows us immediately after this live here from the convention center. You're gonna be in tomorrow. What's your social media? Yeah, social media
1: is me? Lance Wall. Remember, it's like Build the Wall Now, W A L L N A U, and you find me on all places where I haven't been deplatformed. You gotta get, to get uh, you gotta definitely
3: follow you on Getter. You're on Getter, you're I'm a on little getter. spicy. For a yeah. man of the cloth, you're a little spicy. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm the spicy part of the cloth. Lance, thank you, thank you for joining us, look forward to seeing tomorrow, the Army of the Awakened, Lance Wallnow, and the Great wow. Awakening. Okay, we're going to go back get to the main stage, we've got more candidates out. coming up get in the your great your state of Florida out. and in New York, we're going to go back right, to the main stage right now, get more candidates out. back out. here in a moment.
7: If look at the motherboard, uh, you can find a 4G wireless modem from Telet Systems. So anytime that machine was turned on, it was saying, hello internet, can I talk to you? This is something most clerks aren't going to know to look for. How many of you know they're gonna pop the chassis on it, go into the motherboard, and they know what a 4G wireless chipset looks like? Not a lot of them. But Jim was a technical expert, and he found that. You didn't hear too much about that, did you? All right, and then we had a great expert, um, Ben Cotton, he came in, and what he found was that not only were these machines connect, uh, able to be connected to the internet, there was actually evidence that there were internet connections with these. Why is that an issue? because if you connect to the internet, it's a huge security issue. You don't know if you're subject to a man-in-the-middle attack. Um, people could be siphoning your information, take a peek at it before they're supposed to, or people can be going off and uh, um, destroying those records afterwards, and we saw a lot of record distru- destruction along the way. All right, then the Defense Council brought in their expert witness, Professor J. Alex Halderman from my alma mater, at University of Michigan. Now, Professor Halderman is, Phenomenal and he understands these voting systems inside and out and The interesting thing is that the defense counsel used him to rebut a lot of the stuff that were said by some of the other experts, but Frankly if you go through Line by line and what he actually said he actually affirms the majority of the of the uh, points that were made by a group now his preamble and his uh, and conclusion we're very disparaging of good old Russ and, and his crew. But when you actually look at the raw content in the middle, I'll tell you, um, he, he was actually saying, "Yeah, he's over the target and, and there's definitely... And he's the same
8: professor or whatever it, that... Did the Haldeman report, the famous report that's been sitting down that old crooked Brad Rassenberger down in Georgia was involved in and blocked it from everybody. To this day, I don't believe it's out there.
7: Yeah, there's a different tone in his discussions about the voting machine vulnerabilities before the November 3rd election and after. Right. And he, uh, but he, the Halderman report, he actually told all these different states you can't use these machines or or that they were defective. Yeah. And so, of course, the media picked up on the Halderman report and said, guys, nothing to see here on the machines. We have a professor that says that that all those other reports don't mean a hill of beans. And I'll tell you, I challenge everybody here to go off and look into the details of those reports. So bottom line on what happened in Antrim County Is that it was the first lawsuit in the nation to get access to these machines? And by the way, everybody, you're going to see over the
8: course this weekend when we do the trial of the machines, we've gotten inside the machines, okay? So, and um, we're going to see. So, you see here. Matter of
7: fact, the the Okay, welcome
3: back to the Springfield Convention Center. Right there, Mike Lindale's giving me a heads up. What he's saying uh, is they've gotten inside the machines. They're going to be able to go through all of it in the state of the states and then also tomorrow the trial of the machines. You should know that we've reached out to the uh, actual machine companies and their advisors, etc., to try to get them on the show on Monday and Tuesday and have a full, they can uh, respond any way they want. Uh, they, it's a free country, and uh, we'd love to hear their opinions about, particularly the trial of the machines. Let's go to uh, Laverne. Laverne. Laverne Spicer in uh, in uh, Florida. Uh, Laverne, uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us here. Uh, Tell us about your campaign. Tell us what you're doing today in Florida 24. We understand you're in a very tough primary. Uh, The audience, you really got to audience excited yesterday about your potential as a congressman. Walk us through what you're doing today.
5: Okay, today I'm out knocking on doors, um, waking my community up. Letting them know what's taking place, letting them know about the politics of the Democratic Party, you know, because a lot of them are still blind and believing that they really support our community and care about us when they don't. Um, Joe Biden has been the most racist president that I've seen in a long time. He said Black people can't get copy machines, we don't have lawyers, we don't have attorneys. And um, him and Kamala, when Kamala was in the office, she locked up, when she was uh in California that is, she locked up more black people than anybody in the history. So both of them together are coming for us, and we have to be vigilant. We have to be alert and watch them so we would know what they are doing. They're also saying they're 87 armed. All right. I... I RIS agents, after low-income people, middle-class people, you're the ones that are going to be targeted and hit the hardest, and these people are going to be armed. So people need to be aware of what's taking place. I am an America first candidate, and I am fighting for this country. I put God first. I am a believer, and we got to fight on our hands.
3: Laverne, let me ask you, the the, the economic uh, uh, brunt of uh, the su- invasion on the southern border has really fallen on the Hispanic and the African-American community. But the African-American community still votes 90, 95 percent for Democrats. Why is that? Why Why is it that it's so obvious that they're the ones that are being exploited economically? Right. Let's leave the racism thing aside or let's leave that aside. Just I'm saying just pure mathematics. They're the most exploited economically uh, by the elites. Why is it still why is it still that 90 or 95 percent of African-Americans still vote pure down uh, up and down ticket Democrat?
5: Because a lot of us have been taught by our families and the media does a great job of keeping us blinded to the truth that. The Democrats are here to support the Black community. They are here for us. That's what we have been led to believe. But the Democrats have single-handedly destroyed the Black families. When they put um, when they took the fathers out of the home, when they created that welfare system, that system in itself destroyed our system base. We have always been family-oriented praying people. But the Democratic Party destroyed that and they continue to lie to us and to use us for their votes, for votes only. And then after that, when you call them, they don't answer your calls. They don't help us at all. You, You can't get any help once they have been elected. So it's time for us to stop voting for them, It's time for us to stop believing their lies. It's time for us to stop supporting their failing policies. Because, like you said, we have that open border. They're bringing these people in. They put them up. Joe Biden has put many of them up in hotels that cost over $300 a night to stay in when you have people that are hungry, staying in the streets. When you have the homeless veterans that have fought for this country and gave their life for this country, and they come back here, they're sleeping in the streets, but he's doing absolutely nothing for these people. But these illegals that are coming in. He's putting them first before the community, before the people that are voting, for them and supporting them that they have been lying to and using, he'll put them before all of us.
3: Laverne, how can people find out more about your campaign? How can they fo- follow you on social media on these next couple of days as you run through the tape on Tuesday down in Florida 24?
5: Okay. You can always follow me, people on Twitter. You could go to my campaign, which is Laverne, my website, Laverne. 2022 to find out more about me. And I need you to donate to my campaign. Make a donation today. I must win my race. So we could bring that red wave to Florida right here in the middle of the hood. Let's bring it all throughout the United States of America. Mara Flores' campaign already set the tone, people. It can be done. Nothing is impossible with God. Let's put him first and let's take this country's back against that communist agenda that they have planned for us.
3: Laverne Spicer Honored to have you on here Looking forward to having you on the next couple days As you run through the tape on Tuesday down in Florida in this primary Thank you very much ma'am
5: Thank you so much Steve for having me on
3: Yes ma'am You see right there This is why the MAGA is ascendant Okay let's go back to the main stage in a second We're going to get Lieutenant Brandon Williams Up in New York State We're going Florida to New York all morning Let's go back to the main stage Jenna Ellis, one of the President's lawyers up there with
8: Mike Lindell
0: See? And yet this particular election, this particular president, was treated so differently.
8: Right. And, and you guys, this is, we're going to, later on in the story, we'll be talking about lawfare. But um, um, at this beginning, this is November and December, okay? And during November and December, they had... Um, You know, Fox, I call it one Fox on us already. They started talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. Like, maybe they should have done that before the election, right? I mean, who cares? You know, that didn't matter at that point. They weren't listening to all the evidence coming out and the actual, the the law, you know, to question these things. And that had to be really frustrating as you went to these hearings. uh um, was it frustrating? I got to ask you the Doug Ducey thing. So as you're sitting in Arizona I think it was two hours into the hearing. I think the only one there is OAN and RSPN uh, Great great outlets by the way everybody. Let's give them a hand um, yeah, um I mean, they. Uh, we still have news, and they fought through. And um, we're praying for OAN. You know, they got just this this uh, spring just got canceled by AT&T and DirecTV, and shame on them or what they're doing. More cancel culture.
0: Because that's but- what they do. Anyone who is like like Mike, let's give Mike a round of applause <laughs> because he has been.
8: We all have everybody praise the lord thank you thank you
0: but the reason that mike is here doing this is because he cares about this country and he cares first and foremost about our lord and savior jesus christ and the truth and so few people are willing to stand up because look at everything that they are attacking you with that they're attacking
3: Okay, that is uh, Jenna Ellis. She's on the main stage with Mike Lindell. She's the president's uh, one of the president's team of lawyers with Rudy Giuliani. Let's go. Can we can we go to Brandon Williams in uh, in New York, Lieutenant Brandon Williams? Let's get to Brandon Williams. Brandon, uh, tell us about what's happening today in your campaign. You're another one running against a, uh, a Republican establishment figure. It's very important that we bring a contingent of MAGA candidates from the great state of New York to turn New York around. Tell us about what's happening today in your campaign, sir.
10: Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, New York State's at a tipping point. Uh, we have to get conservative uh, governance back in this state. That includes at the federal level, includes at the state level. Um, the system that's been putting up, frankly, weak rhino cat candidates for a long time, has been completely co-opted by the Democratic Party. They figured out how to how to game the system in their favor, and the conservatives have been you know locked out for so long really George Pataki being the the last national um you know candidate uh you know of any stature that uh, that had backing from the conservative party and so uh there's a real rebirth of people that are paying attention they don't like the uh, uh go along t- uh you know to get along uh pay to play that's been going on here for years and that that's actually what's happening so there's just a groundswell of uh, support. It's made the establishment incredibly nervous. You know that they've already put, uh, you know, the the federal, uh, uh, the D.C. folks have put $600,000 against me. Uh, my opponent has self-funded $400,000 of his own money against me. And uh, they just started attack ads today. Steve, you know that's good news. You know that the polls are showing their candidate behind and I'm ahead. And so that's what's happening in uh, in NY twenty two Syracuse to Utica. What? Uh,
3: <laughs> Brandon, why are you surging? You know, this is kind of like a Joe Kent, Carrie Lake. Why? What is it specifically? Why are you surging? Everybody in New York State's talking about this. Why are you surging at the end?
10: Yeah, Steve. This I think it's important for all your listeners. American people feel powerless, and and I got to you, every time I say that, it just I I tear up because how can we as Americans feel powerless? And when they see somebody stand up that frankly just speaks the truth, they don't, it's not about uh, rhetoric. It's just about um, standing up and saying the plain truth and people find that incredibly refreshing. So my opponent, uh, you know, won't debate me. He's hiding, he's on TV he even says in his ads that he's the conservative candidate, which is a joke. And people have just had enough. So I don't think it's me, to be honest. I think the people are absolutely fed up with inauthentic rhinos, and um, they've seen the consequences here in New York State. So that's truthfully what's happening.
3: Brandon, real quickly, how, how, do, how, how do people get to your social media, how they find out more about your campaign over the next couple of days?
10: Yeah, we're surging on uh, Facebook, uh, you know, Brandon Williams for Congress, NY22. Uh, my favorite, of course, is our website. Just type in letsvotebrandon.com, all one word, letsvotebrandon.com. And, uh, you know, love to have you uh, be a part of this surging victory here in uh, in Central New York. We need a
7: review of this.
10: Good
3: luck. We'll check in with you over Thanks, the week keep fighting. Yes, Lieutenant sir. uh Brandon Williams, United States Navy uh boomer officer, nuclear power submarines. power submarines. Okay, let's go back to the main stage,
8: Jenna, Ellis, and Mike Lindell.
0: Our own elections? That's insane.
8: Right. 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 No, that's and that's right. And the uh the with the with them with having the media like that, um, well, first of all, I want to ask you this. Did you speak, when you spoke before those hearings, was that before legislatures and stuff, or was it before judges? What was that?
0: So the the four hearings right. that you um, are discussing, which was in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Arizona, and Georgia, uh, those were in front of legislators. But interestingly, and, um, and I have to give Doug Mastriano credit, he was the first one. He needs to be our next governor in Pennsylvania. Right he was the reason. That these hearings, uh, were even able to take place because he organized the first one in Gettysburg and he simply said, as a legislator, it's my obligation to represent my constituents and hear, uh, what, what these claims are and whether there is an issue or not. Right. And so, uh, but, but of course, the majority of Republicans in all of these states, which were in the legislature, majority Republican, didn't want to hear this because they were too intimidated. So we only had, you know, maybe 10 on average at each hearing.
8: Did it surprise you that all these states that you went to were Republican-controlled and they just didn't even want to listen or they didn't show up? I mean, did that surprise you
0: too? It was very disappointing. I can't say at that point, after working for President Trump for as long as I had and seeing uh, how disgusting the underbelly of the swamp truly is, it didn't really surprise me. Right. But it really disappointed me. The only one, and I have to say Michigan was the only one that there were Democrats and Republicans there, and the Democrats just tried to, you know, confuse the issue. Right, right. But,
8: but you know what, and that's what, what we're going to see this weekend. You guys have all heard from me. This is what they do to me all the time in the media. Conspiracy, Mike Lindell, like if they, if they did bash this summit, they'd say, come Monday, Donald Trump's going to be back in, Mike Lindell says. They always use that against me. It's just the opposite of what I've always said. I have said I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. You don't hear me badmouth mouthing Democrats ever. I badmouth the I badmouth all Republicans that have stuck their head out of the sand and revealed the crooked Brad Rousimburgers of the world, and the Robin Vosses. I attack them all the time. The Doug Duceys, the Brian Camps, Chris Carr. I could go on and on and on. But this isn't, and this is, by the way, I want people in the back, I want you to pull up, we're getting on my slides here, get ready the Jimmy Kimmel tape, where I said on Jimmy Kimmel, they asked me straight up, this was, they said, Mike, Jimmy Kimmel said, Mike, you all seen that attack thing at 22 minutes, it's still up on YouTube. That's why I went there. I went there, and he as he attacked and attacked, I was able to get the word out. But he asked me one question. He said, if your friend Donald Trump, if the shoe was on the other,
3: Okay, we're here at the Moment of Truth Conference in Springfield, Missouri. We're going to take a short commercial break, 90 seconds. We're going to come back with the second hour of, uh, of War Room, live from the Moment of Truth Summit. Jim Hoff's going to join us, Calamity James Zirkel, and we're obviously going to have a lot from the main stage as we get down to what exactly happened on 3 November and what we're going to do to take care of it. 90 seconds, be back in a moment.
9: We will fight to the